We've watched another movie and we're not dead yet. This is the Watch Before You Die podcast. My name is Brian and I'm here with Justin and Ben. This episode we watched the movie Memento. It was a 2000 movie. And who has something good to say about this movie? Mm, that's telling. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll, I can start. Um, just so you know the format now, we, we spoil movies first and then we give you our ratings. So uh, if you don't want spoilers, there'll be a tag in the bottom you can click on and just skip to the ratings if you haven't seen the movie. Um, yeah, this movie, it, for me, I, I'd seen this movie before. I think everybody but Justin had seen this movie before. Um, and uh, I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, I think that I think from literally from start to finish, um, it's gripping. Uh, I think that the acting's great. Um, I think for me, what I enjoyed the most, like rewatching it now, it's, it's been probably like I was thinking about it. It's like probably been 10 to 15 years since I've seen this movie. Um, I think rewatching it now, it feels very like authentic filmmaking to me. Like it feels gritty. It feels raw, it, but it feels really well developed so it's not like uh, it doesn't feel overly cinematized it doesn't feel like you know i feel like even like very basic action movies or very basic thrillers are very over the top now very um gruesome very uh they want to have you on the edge of your seat but sometimes they do it a little over the top you know this one's like a little subtle a little, I mean, not subtle, but it, it feels subtle comparatively to like newer movies. Um, I think the acting is really good. I think that I think what I enjoyed as like a, as a fully, fully grown adult, right, is watching back and being like, oh, I, I forgot they were in this movie because mm-hmm. that you just don't see some of the actors and actresses much anymore. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was I thought it was a good watch. Um, I'm, I'm glad that I got to revisit it. I also think. This is my final point. I also think this might be my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Like, I, I think this probably overshadows any of the Batman movies he made, really anything he's made since. I think that this might be my, like, number one for Christopher Nolan movies. So I feel like, I feel like that's a hot take, but I, but oh, I do respect no, it. I do no, like no, it. It's, no, it's definitely a hot take. I mean, I think a lot of people would disagree with me. I, I think Memento is well loved but not as loved as what i just stated like i think Mm. most people hold the batman trilogy in very very high regards comparatively so yeah who else has got thoughts on this good or bad i'll go next okay the man who'd Um, never seen it the man who'd never seen it and the weird thing is because of the um like the it's not a thumbnail because of the cover art of the movie or the poster uh is a dude with tattoos without a shirt who's kind of skinny i i think i always get confused with is it the mechanic the The one machinist um, the The, machinist that's the one yeah mechanic's a whole different movie (laughs) Um, and christian bale's a whole other christopher nolan actor (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly but it gave it gave me the kind of the same feel because i thought that's the movie we were going to watch i didn't know this was the guy pierce movie i thought we were going to watch the christian bale movie real quick question have you seen the machinist also no. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. But that's wow. probably why I've got him yeah. confused. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know why those are the first Chris Nolan movies that I've seen. I don't Interesting. know. Why. Interesting. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, as far mm, as I yeah. know, it's it's yeah. the most it's the first when I became aware uh was Dark Knight with the whole Heath Ledger thing. But 
Okay. Um, but um, but no, I I really um, this movie was really interesting to me because I like movies that twist the traditional plot of a movie that goes from A to B and mm-hmm. tells you a story. Yeah. Um, th- what I love about Quentin Tarantino movies to sort of seg not segue but kind of sideline it a little bit is that he does that like pulp fiction where he pieces things together he plays with yeah. time right. um and i feel like i feel like because of the story um which i found was really interesting because of the mental illness it's isn't it, that's not a mental Ill, mental illness is it no well i don't know I, if that's if that counts i think it's i think it would be more like a like a like a genetic disorder or something of that well, nature. Well, it was like it was a traumatic event that yeah. caused yeah. him to. So, so it's brain damage, but I don't even know yeah, if that's kosher yeah. to say anymore. Yeah. Um, but, but so, but so, like with with that being like the the mechanic for him to, you know, survive. Like the tattoos, yeah. the you know, everything was really interesting. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. did did it always work? Did it always make sense? Not necessarily. And I feel like there were some uh, things that were just kind of like easy write-offs for the story um yeah. but because he told it backwards i think it was good i think yeah. it was okay to do it that way mm-hmm. um could not get a handle on who the bad guy was mm-hmm. which is usually a really good thing for me um because usually within the first five to ten minutes i can tell you who the bad mm-hmm. guy is and i guess right with like 98 percent accuracy mm-hmm. um that might be that might be too high but um but i feel like i feel like a lot of not great movies or mediocre movies you can usually tell who the bad guy is i don't yeah. like when they throw a bunch of red herrings in but this didn't feel like red herrings it felt like no, no, no. it it's felt like oh line. shoot is she the bad guy or you know did she, is she is she like um is she manipulating his illness to uh, to to get all these guys killed because she yeah. wants to take over the mm. drug business or whatever. I'm like, th- there were so many different reasons why I was thinking that um, that that this guy's the bad guy or this guy's the bad guy or this guy's supposed to be the bad guy. And I love that. I mean, he just the end of the story was the first thing you see. So yeah. I yeah. don't know. I thought it was really interesting the way that the way that they played with time and going backwards. Mm. Yeah. I super love uh, to piggyback off of both of your points. Uh, I super love how they play with time in this movie. Um, the thing that I really mm-hmm. like about it and what I really respect about it is almost every movie that you see, they have to keep something secret from you uh, so that they can reveal it. When they're telling a story, there's like a payoff. There's like a big resolution yeah, absolutely. moment. Um, and some movies accomplish this by like letting you in on the fact, but the characters don't know. So like you can see behind the scenes and then sometimes they hide it from you. And this movie, by playing it backwards in segments, um, you're basically giving us memory loss because we don't know what has happened before this yeah. scene. Yep. And so you're yep. doing a, an excellent job of, I haven't given you this information, just like he doesn't have this information. And so you have to yeah. piece things together. And the yeah. story changes, obviously, as you get the full picture. Um, you start to piece that together and see where we came from and where we went to. Um, It's also cool that they start uh, segmenting. You have a past scene and then you have a present scene. Then you have a past scene you have a present scene and they always alternate until they meet in the middle. And then they signify when they meet in the middle by when the black and white turns into color. And now you're along for in the middle of the loop, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I think it's, it's very, um, what I want to say, experimental. I think it could have gone really wrong, but this is my type of movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, I love yeah. how they accomplished this. Um, yeah. I had the same thought as you, Justin, where it was kind of like, 
there's a moment in this movie where you're like, is anybody this guy's friend or is everybody just taking advantage yeah. of him? Like, does everybody yeah. just treat him like garbage? Once they learn about his disability, he's getting double charged for the rooms. He's yep. getting uh, he's drinking beer that everybody's spit in in the bar and he has no idea that he is. I mean, like that- everybody seems to be taking advantage of him at every turn. And so you start yeah. wondering, who is the bad guy here? Like, what what's happening? Who am I rooting for here? Yeah. But I also think I also think going back to Justin's point about like who is the who is the bad guy, right? I think you could also argue that he also is. is. I think everybody in the film is. If you mm-hmm. think about because there's that that line where he's sitting in the cafe in the original like in the one of the first scenes where mm-hmm. he's sitting in the cafe with I can't ever remember her name. Um Trinity from the Matrix. Trinity from the <laughs> Matrix, basically, yeah. And he he's like and she's she's basically asking him, like, are you sure this is the right person? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, it doesn't actually matter to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's going to he he basically alludes that he doesn't care if it's the right person or wrong person, whether he forgets or not. He is out for vengeance. Mm-hmm. And so there's this reality of like there's actually nobody that's good in this movie. Like mm-hmm. everyone has their own bad reasons for why they're doing it. Right. And even, even so much as to so is like at the beginning of the movie, when you see him shaking away the picture of the evidence of him killing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would, which would mean he won't remember, which means he'll start the loop over potentially. Mm-hmm. Going yep. and looking for another guy, a brand new who killed John G. His, yep. who, who who killed his wife. Yep. So it's like this wild mind trip of like like there is nobody in mm-hmm. the movie that you can actually yeah you can connect with him, but then by the end you also kind of lose connection mm-hmm. with him in some ways. It's like this. It's great. I mean, it, it, again, it, it lived up to like having not seen it in so many years. It really lived up to just how good of a movie it was when it came out. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, that movie came out in 2000, I yeah. looked it up. It had a budget of like less than 10 million, mm-hmm. less than 10 million. It made 40 well, they, million. They only had opening. what, like five sets? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. And the act without the cars and you didn't have a ton of huge name. I mean, you had big name actors but like you didn't need a ton of them you only need like a few mm-hmm. yeah trinity um, and you had cypher oh that's true yeah yeah that's like true this. okay yeah but yeah so i mean yeah it, it really was i also I, think I, justin got me thinking there about the bad guy scenario <laughs> i also think uh re-watching this i've seen this movie several times i don't think mm-hmm. maybe five times I've i've seen this but you start yeah. to notice little easter eggs um, one of the lines that he delivers in the movie a couple different ways is that memory is not um, reliable, but like notes yeah. and tattoos and like writing yep. in your own hand is um, one of the Easter eggs that they throw in there is he gets the tattoo of the license plate so that he can remember the tattoo and they read it back multiple times. But if you notice uh, his tattoo has a one as the second to last character, but he reads it as an I every time he says it out loud, even though it's the number one. So even his mm. tattoo is unreliable. And yeah. It doesn't match the plate that they run or anything. Um, but he completely follows his instinct. Follows because, his instinct. Because of yeah. the, because yeah. of the, the yeah. illness. He's like, he's like, uh, what was his name? Sammy or whatever. The guy mm-hmm. that didn't Sammy. exist or did yeah, exist the, or, or yeah. potentially at, existed. At one point I thought it was going to be revealed that he was Sammy. <laughs> well, 
but but but, was, but with that yeah. whole thing he's like he's like but but i'm not gonna be like sammy because mm-hmm. i'm gonna follow my instincts i'm gonna trust yeah. the process yeah, yeah. And, sammy and didn't have a system but i do information yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's like every day he was a different character yeah. in a small way yeah yeah, I really love. I really love this movie. I, I do think, in some ways, the the more you think about it, really, as well as it's not just his memory is gone, but also that like it almost f- fractures off as if he has created other personalities that mm-hmm. you don't actually yeah. get to see or know. Like we don't know who was real. Mm-hmm. You know these quotes he's coming out with, being like, "Oh, you know, so and so used to say these things." Well. We don't we don't know if that person's real or not. Yeah, I mean, we we don't. And he's created so much like when he hits his tipping point, like this is the ultimate spoiler. But at the end of the movie, yeah, he hits a point where he's like, I'm so mad at Teddy slash John G, the detective who's been helping me. The only guy who had sympathy for my case, but is now taking advantage of me and making me feel mad. He immediately changes his whole paradigm where he takes a picture of his car. He uh, takes a picture of the Jaguar and says, that's now my car. Yep. takes the license plate down of Teddy's car. Now that's my new target. And that's, he sets himself yeah. up and he knows, you know, as soon as I lose my memory, I'm going to be chasing this dude right here. And I chose yep. to do that. I'm setting up my yeah. own spiral. And we don't know how many times they've done this loop before finding other yeah. John G's making money. And we don't know how many times he's going to do it after, but we do know he's setting himself up to chase his own tail again. And mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of dark because, you know, like you said, we don't know by the end of the movie, you're like, I don't know who I'm cheering for because he became so desperate. He's literally making himself yeah. his own worst enemy again. So oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a really well-made movie. I think the concept is super like, maybe it's in its own head a little bit for some people, but I love it. I love this movie. Yeah. I do think that's where like, I just know as I watched it, I just thought there are some people who within the first 10 minutes have lost the plot already and aren't going to sit around to watch it and gain the plot, which is really sad, I think. But I also think you could argue that with almost any Christopher Nolan movie outside of the Batman movies. And maybe I think he did Dunkirk, which which I never saw Dunkirk like. um, But you could argue that for a lot of like Interstellar for sure runs into that. Mm. You can you could run into a lot of movies where like he just if you're not willing to sit and and envelop yourself in it, you're going to miss the point probably, um, which might be part of the genius of him. It's so, going to be like Inception and you're lost four levels down. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, are we ready for ratings? I think so. Let's jump right into it. Justin, you missed last week, so let's start with you. On yeah, the let's 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 hear your rating on this movie since you, oh, you also have never you hadn't seen it. So we want a fresh rating here. I'm going to go. I feel like there should be a drum roll. Drum, drum roll. I don't have drums, but. I'm going to go with a 9.5. All right. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to do a 10, but I'm going to do a 9.5. I'm okay. also going to give it a 9.5. It's my highest rated movie so far. I like this one a lot. Yeah. And the humor of it all, as much as I love this movie, I'm at a 9.4. All um, right. I, th- I think I'm just a harsher grader in general. But um, for yeah, sure. I, love, I love this movie. It's very, very high up for me. Um, I think it's fantastic. So. All right. With two 9.5s and a 9.4, the average is 9.5. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Definitely, tops our movie. Is that our list. highest movie? Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. this my middle, is this my middle rating? <laughs> Because yeah. you were saying this is your highest rating, Brian. I yeah, think this might it's be my, my highest middle. rating as well. I've got well. like two or three tens or something. You have, I think you have two. Yeah, 
Yeah. So let's get another one. Hopefully another good one. Like that one was that one brought me a lot of joy and excitement. Like I think Brian texted us like the end of last week and was like, haven't had time to watch it. You know, can we record next week? I'm like, I've already watched it. Like I was ready yeah. to go. That one was exciting for me. So, yeah. Every episode after we finish our other movie and give ratings, we roll for a brand new movie. This week we have 1,228 movies remaining on the list and our random movie will be number 958. So we're close to like 1990s. Yeah, 1990. I'm going to say 93. Good guess. Justin, guess. I think I'm like 100% on this. Uh, Wait, what? 93. I said 1993. Uh, 1992. 1997. Crap. The, the Butcher Boy. 1997, uh, The Butcher Boy. All right, I'm going to look it let's, up. Let's check a rating film. on this guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, The Butcher Boy is a 1997 Irish black comedy film directed by Neil Jordan. Uh, it's about a 12-year-old boy who retreats into a violent fantasy world to escape the reality of his dysfunctional family. Um, this is a comedy, you said? Uh, it, no, I said it was a black comedy, which means uh, dark comedy, morbid humor, gallows humor, dark humor. I feel like that um, means something else in the United States. Uh, possibly. Uh, the film won Silver Bear for Best Director and the 48th Berlin International Film Festival. So I don't want to give away any more than that, but it sounds like we might be okay. I don't know what the rating is, though. So. Uh, it's rated R, and okay. I don't see it streaming anywhere for free. It does look like it's available for rent on Apple TV, Amazon, Google Play, okay. YouTube. So we'll do our best to find this. Um, and, yeah, this might be a pass if its material yeah. is too dark or whatever. But uh, as for yep. right now... We'll continue forward. All right. But if you haven't, go watch Memento. Be like me and just not watch it for your whole life. Go watch Memento. It's so good. It's well worth the watch. If you need a recommendation of what to watch before you die, this one is the top of our list so far. So it's definitely a watch. So go get it. Go watch it. Go get it, and we'll see you in the next one. Double salute because I missed one. Double Bs. (laughs) 